Welcome back to Mishnah Yomi. Today we're continuing to learn the Sechus Yavamas Parak Beis Mishnah Tess and Mishnah Yud. And these Mishnahs are going to go a little faster. So, how many of you get me the Yam? We mentioned the previous Mishnah, uh, a scenario where we're not we're concerned that the uh, person was involved in orchestrating a situation where they now get a, free this woman so they can marry her. Uh, we're going to now list other scenarios where we're, we're not going to we're not going to allow someone to marry a woman if he orchestrated it that she's now free. Meaning to say, maybe get me this yam. If a person, a shliach, an agent, brings a get, a divorce document from a from a dinas yam over the seas, he says, in front of me, this, it was written, in front of me, it was signed. Well, you says Ishto, he can't marry this woman because we suspect he's, he's lying because he wants to marry her. Mace, if this person says, I this this man, the husband's dead, Heraktiv, I was actually killed him, so I know he's dead. Heraknuhu, or we killed him. Well, he says Ishto again, we can't marry him. And there are a couple of reasons why here. We're going to go with the simple explanation because. Maybe he wasn't. He's a liar because he wants to. Uh, he wants to marry this woman. If you don't know, if he says I did, uh, I killed him. We can't marry him because we actually have to suspect the husband's still alive. And why is that? Because we can't listen. If someone said I killed someone, they're disqualifying themselves from being a witness because they are saying I'm a murderer. Now it's funny. So once they disqualify themselves from being a murderer, we're still going to suspect they're alive. So this is where we have to. We get into a very Interesting sugya of Halgin and when we split words, we'll take half the testimony in Bezdin. We're not going to get into that now, but that's a cool sugya. Hagnuhu, if they say, we killed him, it's not so Ishto, he could marry because what he's saying is, I was in the presence of them when he was killed. Okay, that's where you his opinion. Other cases. If a, woman, if a woman takes a vow and she says, I, want, I don't want to have any benefit from my husband, she has to divorce him, unless the husband on that day cancels it, or they go to a, a, a sage who cancels it. Let's say a woman says to her husband, I, don't, I want no benefit from you. And he, he doesn't cancel on that day. And they go to the Chacham and he says, I'm sorry, I can't cancel it. He can't marry her now that she has to get divorced because we have to suspect that uh, he had ulterior motives here. Okay. If this girl performs me or Shalitz in the presence of the sage, uh, he can marry her afterwards. Because he's part of the court. It wasn't just him alone who allow the chalitza to take place, but others as well. So we're not going to think that he uh, improperly convinced this um, this man to do chalitza so he can marry this woman. Okay. But in all these cases, in this Mishnah, um, in the previous Mishnah, if this man, the shliach, or the get, has a wife, um, or um, the, and these wives and these wives later died, um, so then they're permitted to marry. Then permitted to marry them because they don't suspect that these um, they, they plan that that they, this person to get divorced and that their wife should die so they can marry them after the wife dies. The and all these people, let's say uh, the chalitza, the the Mio, and all those cases, if they married someone else and then they died, so then they're allowed to marry them. They can marry them. They're all permitted to the sons and brothers of these men, such as who who, who enabled them to remarry. So we don't we don't assume that they orchestrated the situation that they're so that they should have a grandson or a son who married this woman. I wish you all a wonderful day.